BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Lumos. and welcome to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, former captain of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team, the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello. Schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in. This is the 16th episode of Shell Cottage Radio, in which we will discuss Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Chapter 8, The Potion's Master. Before we fire up today's chapter discussion, we will do a little cottage catch-up, quiz William in trivia, and expand our knowledge about magical and fantastic creatures. Wow. Uh, I'm excited for all of that. So into our ketchup and mustard. There's big ketchup. Yeah, there's... I don't know when or where it's going to be edited into the episode, but uh, we tried last night. We did. To to record. Um, you guys are still going to get the episode out at the same time, because thankfully, you know, thankfully we start like a good seven days in advance. <laughs> you wish. Uh, five, maybe. I know. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, we, we moved cottages. Yeah. Right? So we kind of, uh, you're going to hear a little different uh, dynamic mm. here, which is cool. Lottie's currently sitting on the floor, just so you guys know. Yeah. I know. You guys, you know. And I'm my butt's sweating. Is, is that it too really? much information? It's a lot of information, <laughs> but uh, is it too much? I'll let the uh, listeners decide. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a little hot up here. You know, we're upstairs and it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little, it's, we're cooking. I mean, it's nice and cozy. It'll be nice and cozy in the, su- that was me. Oh. That was the seat. <laughs> I, she's already scared. Um, that was the chair creaking. No worries. But last night we tried, do I sound different on this microphone, by the way? I'm definitely on a different microphone. You sound great. I don't know. If that, it might be, there's no pop filter on this. So I get a little, I love p- it. You know, I don't know if I'm, 
popping out. Well, does it? I got to back off it a little bit because I, I, I sometimes do that. So I'm sorry about that if, I'm, if you're getting a little extra, you know, something in the microphone there. It's because I'm on one I'm not used to. Mine's still over at our old apartment. So anyway, uh, we had bugs. We had a bug attack last night. A mm. major bug attack. So it's hot upstairs. I thought, sure, we'll throw an air conditioner in uh, this, the, the window up here. No problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording late at night. The light is on, the brightest light in the entire neighborhood. And uh, every bug saw it from, from 10 miles around. Yeah. And they all came to visit to the us party. last night. So that was wild. And also, the air conditioner has a lot of moisture and it has water, and it's hot, and they mm-hmm. wanted to come hang out and live. They might have already been living in that thing for all I know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we had, ma- it was like late, major bug attack. Oh, yeah. And just wanted to share with you guys, if you have a little phobia there, um, hopefully I didn't trigger you too much, but definitely Lottie was, we got three, two fly swatters up here. Yeah. Just in case. Um, you know, we Hopefully will- one of them's not Rita Skeeter. We will include a little impression at the end of the episode. Okay. You can hear because we already started recording <laughs> when the bug oh, attack happened. Yeah, we did. So yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. I mean, it was good. We, it's, uh, I think it's better today. We probably have more energy, and I feel a lot, yes. a lot better about it. And I'm, I'm excited. Um, by the way, check out on Instagram. You'll be able to see some, you know, some updated stuff for. I guess in, just in terms of the story, if you guys follow us over there. Uh, little, you know, images of the back garden and different things, and it's just really nice, and it's uh, we're very, very happy yeah. with our move. Um, but there'll yes. be a little bit of uh, adjustments here and there. So, sweetie, how you doing? Great. I okay. L- <laughs> no, I really love the new cottage. Yeah. Even though you know it's not, again, it's not forever. It's not uh, like a long term stay. Probably. Exactly. Yes. 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 But it was time. It was the right move, like you said, yeah. and I feel. I already feel at home. You know, like we always talk about it. You make a place at home, and you, you, you know, being with your significant other or your friend or you know your family, just in in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes a home or a house a home. Yeah. And that's how it feels right now. Yeah. Just. Yeah. It's nice because we have the bike trail. We get to go for a walk, and uh, it's just it again. It's just really it is what you make it, and we're we're having a good time here. So it's been a little different, though. Gosh, in those last... Oh, my goodness. couple things. We're doing ketchup, right? We're doing lots of ketchup. Lots of ketchup here. I just want to share some stuff with you. Lottie went to her first Amish auction <laughs> the other day. My dad was... Uh, he goes to the Amish auctions and uh, works with the Amish quite a bit. And we took we took her out there. It was a blast. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. We got to hear some of the, the auctioneer, uh, you know, going on. We got to he- see items sold... Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, we got a little audio for you guys. Here we go. And they that did that the whole wild. time. I have never bang, seen bang, 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 or heard anything like it. I don't even know how they do it. I have no idea. They probably are in a trance themselves. So probably while they do right. it. It's great. You know? It was a lot of fun. Can and anybody had... do a good auctioneer kind of impersonation? You know, I don't could know. could you do one, sweetie? <laughs> I don't know, you know if they do. They hey, give me two, give me two, give me five, give me five, give me six, give me six. 
I don't know how they do it. It's so cool. It's actually it kind of it kind of lulls you in. You're yeah. sitting there and you you look at your watch like I've been here for four hours and I've bid on five different things and have no idea what I bought. People are like, that's how I feel every episode I listen to you guys. Oh wow, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys, sorry. No, it was really cool though. Uh, we got to walk around and see some beautiful Amish, uh, Amish uh, furniture, and it was all it was it was all it was all donated uh, to their their school yeah. system, which was really yes. cool. Yes. Uh, really, really neat yeah. thing. So, yeah, it was it was fun. That was just. Wild. It was a Wanted very cool, different experience, and I'm glad we went. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what else has been? I feel like there's. Oh my goodness! The other thing I. Uh, I've been working on helping my dad with a few different jobs, some yeah. painting, some scraping, and different things, and uh, had to go to the chiropractor. So that was wild. I, I actually, um, so if you hear me moaning and groaning a little bit, I just want to share with you guys that I'm going through it, okay? I know that, that you guys may not understand this, but the shoulder affects the podcast. When your shoulder's out of place like that, it affects your ability to podcast. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, I bet because all know. this, you know, the nice voice comes from the, the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, flexing the <laughs> shoulder. Uh, yeah. So anyway, okay. All right. Thanks for feeling sorry for me. Appreciate it. And there we go. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, otherwise we're doing really well. We're happy to be back in a podcasting routine. We're happy. Uh, we're sitting here without bugs. So all good. All good. Our and we have a great chapter today. We do. And I, I keep saying this about every single. Cha this book is just. A lot of people say when you ask them what's your favorite book or your favorite movie, you always hear some people say Philosopher's or uh, Sorcerer's Stone because uh -huh. that's yes. where it started. You know, this is what it started all. And I remember when I was sick um, as a kid, couldn't go to school. I would be home. My mom, most of the time, she would just make sure we're okay. We have everything. And then she would go to work, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was just in bed, not feeling good. And I would just listen to the Harry Potter falafel stone falafel stone uh the <laughs> entire day and we had a great in germany or in german we have a great really good voice actor who does who reads it and and does the different voices yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the english ones sure uh and i loved it so much so every single chapter i will say this is my favorite chapter so um yeah, be, be, it, yeah it's just, just it's, it's just because thing. yeah because it's so much. just your favorite series, and it's just, it's awesome. So many memories, uh, yeah. We, this morning, were having uh, buckwheat <laughs> pancakes, and we played the soundtrack. I love all the times where we play the soundtrack in the morning. If you yeah. haven't done this in a while, you're making breakfast or you're making lunch, dinner, whatever it is, and you get a chance just to kind of listen to the soundtrack, it is, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm a super nerd, but I enjoy it. It makes, it's very, yeah. com it's very comforting and, yes. and stuff, and it's just... Super, oh, we were also watching the uh, Hufflepuff common room. Oh, yeah. Ambience video. Ambience video, because we love ambience videos. Yeah. So, it Just was having a, a good time. Yeah, having a great time. We hope you guys are doing well. I uh, hope you hope you're enjoying your summer. And, uh, yeah, you know, just uh, we're, we're excited. So, are you excited for trivia? Uh, a little bit. I'm a little nervous because mm -hmm. I saw there's two questions and I don't know. I uh, don't know the answer to all of them. Well,. I didn't know the answer to all of them. So. Okay. <laughs> What's the question? First Come one. On. Yeah. How much does a ticket for the night buzz cost if you include a cup of hot chocolate? Oh, you see? Okay. If you wouldn't have asked about the hot chocolate, 
then I know the answer. Okay. With, okay. with the hot chocolate. It's, I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm imagining it's, you know, a, you know, a galleon and a couple sickles, or maybe it's a, a sickle or two. Uh, oh, with, with the hot chocolate. Great question. I don't know. Can I phone a friend? No? Okay. Yes, you can. Who, who would I call? What if I, what <laughs> what if if I, I, what if you actually phone someone live on the show? That would be crazy. Who would I even call? Tiffany. I call Tiffany and say, you think she would know? Do you think she would know the answer to this? I don't know. <laughs> do you want me to do it right now? I don't know. Do you want me to do it right now? Okay. Here we go. Hello? Hey, uh, I got a quick uh, two-second question here for you. Um, by chance, and if you don't know, it's totally okay. Do okay. you know how much a ticket for the night bus cost if you include a cup of hot chocolate by chance like how many sickles or galleons <laughs> i don't know you don't know okay it's just it was a long shot here i think this is a pretty what, uh trying to cheat at trivia or something? What's going on here? yeah trying to cheat a little bit we did this little little trivia thing and and i was like lottie asked me the question Oh, that sounds like I'm going to go with one of those two. I just figured I was I jokingly said, hey, can I do a phone a friend? And, you know, Lottie's like, well, call Tiffany. And I was like, oh, I'm right. oh no, I'm such a disappointment right now. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. You're literally never a disappointment. And we love you. OK. Oh, I love you, too. OK. All right. You you have fun. I'll text you later. OK. All right. OK. Good. All right. Bye. Bye. So I'm going to go with um, seven. I'm going to go seven sickles. No, it's not seven. What is it? Wow. So a ride on the night bus costs 11 sickles, regardless of the distance. Seriously? You can go anywhere for 11 sickles? Yes. It says it. For 13 sickles, the rider also got hot chocolate. And for 15, a hot water bottle and a toothbrush in the color of choice. That's ridiculous. Hey, you know what, though? At least she was in the sickle range. She said 7 or 12, and I that went was 7. That was really good, yeah. So that's actually pretty good for, like, on the spot. Just, I mean, that's a I, tough it's one. Really, yeah, it was really good. And that's Because t- yeah. I would have said galleons. Honestly, I don't remember at all. And we just did, like, a little Yeah. We, we did like a little video. Can I talk about this for a second? Yes, check um, it out on and, YouTube. Yeah, so over our, our YouTube channel, it's now Harry Potter Hangout. You guys should go check it out. It's awesome. We're almost at 1,000 subscribers. Super <laughs> pumped about it. Uh, we're doing, like, a How Powerful series. We're doing all this different stuff. So it came up uh, the other day. Someone asked us to do a video on... What was it like? How much does a galleon kind of convert to regular mobile right. money or whatever? Right. Pounds or dollars or whatever yeah. you want to do. And so I think we did a little conversion and we looked at what J.K. Rowling has said and mm-hmm. we looked at. Um, what fans uh, kind of fans, calculated. Yeah, but yeah. Because what was it? What it was, was the end result on that? Because you typed that one up. Right. It was $25. They said, I think, about $25 for a galleon, what they calculated. But a the author galleon. actually said five pounds, around five pounds. But the conversion rate differs. And we said, like, you know. Okay. What if what if, um, just magical, in the magical world, things have different, val- carry different values. You know, items, yeah. food and stuff. So um, we just go with the five pounds per galleon or, okay. you know, converts to a galleon, which is about six U.S. dollars. Um, yeah, but okay. 
you were not too wrong because 17 sickles is one galleon. So it's almost, a, you know, it's oh, closer to so a galleon. Had I said a galleon, it that's be too, yeah. I said a galleon at a couple sickles. Yeah. That's kind of cool. See, I don't even know the conversion rate. So that's that's radical. By the way, shout out to Tiffany and Swish and Flick. Um, definitely an amazing podcast, as you guys know. Yeah. And you should be listening and checking them out. And I'll say this too. Uh, if Tiffany happens to listen to this, because uh, I called her, uh, thanks. And uh, go listen to the last episode, Tiffany. Uh, Angelina is on there, and we talk all about Swish and Flick and yeah. uh, the good old the good old origin days. So, shout out to her and thanks so much. Is there a second question? Am I going to butcher this one? Is it easier or harder? Please make it easier. I hope you know this one. Okay, it's got to do with Slughorn. <laughs> I love I love I love Slughorn. What potion did Harry make in Slughorn's class where he received top marks for doing it correctly? Uh, Felix Felicis. Is that right? No. No. Oh, that's what that's the that's the reward. That's yes. what he got. Yeah. It was the something living death, the the the, the draw wow. of living death or whatever. Yes, it's the yes. draw of living death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Shoot. Good job. Shoot. I can't believe I messed it. No, so I you, answered you too answered, quickly. No, yeah. Well, no, you kind of. I answered, answered too correctly. quickly because it's it, it's the one he gets. The that's the reward he gets. But what he has to do to make it is is the is living death, yeah. Oh, good. which is cool because I think that's mentioned in this chapter, kind of that we're that's talking about. That's why I chose. Yeah, that's why I chose this question. Oh, it's cool. It's a cool connection because okay. what you're going to be amazed. What Snape says, the first three questions, they ha- carry a lot of meaning. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm 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 ready to well, you know. Yeah. Discuss that. To chapter. discuss that, I'm down. I also want to say too. I I hope that I'm building people's confidences out there by not answering these questions uh, correctly right away. And I hope you're <laughs> sitting out there going, "Yes, you know, I knew that one." Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm the thing is I'm trying to skip like questions like, "Oh, who's the potions teacher?" or something like that because we oh, want to no, learn no, no, something. No. It's more like about the learning experience. Yeah. I don't want to you know like show you oh what you don't know. It's more like. Yeah, we're trying to learn something. It's cool. It's oh, like no, something sweetie. that you... hundred percent. I'm just yeah. making a joke because, you know, r- sincerely, it is... Um, you want to do Star Wars trivia or when we've done a few things over my, you know, uh, different projects or whatever. It's it's really fun to kind of do, like, the obscure stuff or the yeah. really tough stuff because you're like, wow, that's that's one not many people know. And you really don't ever remember it. Our, our minds don't right. really have the no. capacity to remember you every really little... You really study for it if you yeah. want to be really, really good at the heart trivia questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's fun. That's actually that's actually really cool. Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Uh, it's time for our weekly Maggie Zoology lesson. And Let's I go. am getting more and more comfortable saying Maggie Zoology really fast. <laughs> you do a great job. I can't say it. What? You, you rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. Magi Zoology. Good. Magi Zoology. Oh, you messed that up on purpose just to make me feel good. Thank you, Sweeney, though. Sorry. This week, we'll take a closer look at the Mertlap. What is a Mertlap? <laughs> it is actually also a little bit connected to our chapter because Mertlap essence is used a lot um, in well, in potions and for, you know, for um, healing injuries. Okay. Like... Harry uses Mertlop essence when he's writing. Oh yeah, he's writing. I must not tell lies for it. Right. Yes. Madame Umbridge all yep. the time. Yep. 
Um, and Hermione actually uh, gives him that hint. And I just looked it up, and we see a Mert lap in Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. We do? Yeah, it jumps out. It bites Jacob. Oh, my goodness. It that's bites, awesome. It bites Jacob, and, uh, it, yeah, he talks about the, yeah, the I see it. reaction. Yes, he's getting attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot <gasps> that's about that. I re- now I remember. Yes, I actually remember. It, it wasn't even, like, a small thing, but that's why he goes a little, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, he gets a little loopy because his, yeah. his, his, his um, you know, his anatomy or whatever is reacting differently to it and stuff which is cool because yes. newt's talking about that and he's like oh it'll be fine he's like well maybe he's having a bit of a more severe uh reaction and stuff which is that's so cool which is funny all right i'll remind you though what a mert lap about what a mert yes, lap please. is and the entry in fantastic beasts and where to find them so we have a classification of three x's which means dangerous mm-hmm. the mert lap is a rat-like creature found in coastal areas of britain it has a growth upon its back resembling a sea anemone. I practiced saying that word. Anemone, yeah. <laughs> a sea anemone. When pickled and eaten, these Mertlub growths promote resistance to curses and jinxes, though an overdose may cause unsightly purple ear hair. Mertlubs eat crustaceans and the feet of any anyone foolish enough to step on them. Hmm. So really, imagine if you haven't... You know, if you don't remember from Fantastic Beasts how they look, imagine really a rat growing anemone ten- tentacles out of its back and head. <laughs> it looks really funky. Yeah. Um, and like you said, we see them in Fantastic Beasts, and the growth on its on its back may be pickled and eaten to improve one's resistance to jinxes. So this is kind of what was said in the... Uh, Fantastic Beasts, but there's something. Hang on. Yeah, we hear about the when Hermione let Harry dip his hand to heal the cuts after his detention with Umbridge, and then getting bit by a Mertlap, you know, if you accidentally step on them, was usually not serious, but some reactions can cause sweating, twitching, and flames out of the anus. Are you serious? <laughs> what the heck? That's crazy. Uh, that's, I think that's what they told Jacob too. And he was like, what? <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So that's some. They're also kind of like, you said they're like rat like, mm-hmm. um, but the, it looks like it's like kind of hairless. It is. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a naked red or. Yeah. It's basically like, all yeah. these like, like, um, little, little things on its back or whatever. Yep. Um, Cause it looks like, I, f- I feel like it lives like not necessarily just in the water. But like near the water, and like also goes in the water all the time, so it, it would make sense that it doesn't have any hair. Yeah, because it would yeah. get soaked. Yeah. Would you want to have one? Would I want to have a Mertlap? Uh, I would rather have Mertlap essence. Yeah. I don't know that I want the Mertlap. Yeah. <laughs> thing uh, looks a little crazy. The thing took off and like attacked Jacob and just bit him. Yeah. Jumped I, out of nowhere. I mean, you wouldn't ex- you wouldn't think that little creature was. Um, it looks kind of like it could be cute and cuddly. But it's also, it's, it's kind of like a fat rat. Mm-hmm. And it just like, you know, um, wild. Would you, you know, rather have sca- scabbers? No. <laughs> just no, I wouldn't mind. I, yeah, I guess I'd rather have a mert lap than I would like an actual rat. Okay. So, okay. I'll say that. I don't like rats at all. Okay. I disagree. I would have, I would rather have a, an actual rat. Yeah. yeah They're actually yeah. really intelligent. Did you know that? Really? Yep. You know, have you ever seen? Um, there's a for for folks listening, uh, the the Rats of Nim. Have you ever seen that movie or read the book, The Rats of Nim? No. 
Is we it? should we should watch it sometime. Like when my grandma um, babysat us, we would watch. I mean, just constantly would watch the Rats of Nim. Is it where? Or like the secrets of the rats of Nim or something like that is what it was called, I think. And it was like these intelligent rats that had figured out like how to talk and they could communicate. And no. Yeah, there was a field mouse, but the mouse had actually married a rat and the rat was oh. in on the with the other rats. But this rat was like a rebel because the one leader rat was bad and was trying to like oh, that's cool. do crazy stuff at the laboratory where they all learn how to oh. talk. It's wild. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's it's awesome actually. And actually the other rats like see this like the um the one field house uh or the fi- uh what, is, what am I trying to say? The mouse like in her family are in this field and it's about to be plowed and the rats like rally to go like save her and her family because they're that was their friend and stuff and it, Oh wow. Their friends what it's crazy. So That's anybody else cool. out there who's seen it like let me know <laughs> rats of nim sorry <laughs> that would make bill very happy if you let him know yeah it would yeah. It really would <laughs> so anyways okay cool yeah. so we uh yeah mert lap we mert lapped it up nice we did all right check mark so it is time then friends to move on to our potter watch oh yeah you down <laughs> yes i'm always down to talk about hogwarts legacy okay good because <laughs> Uh, there is a, and so are you, you have your iPad, right? Mm-hmm. Can you click on that link, the HogwartsLegacy.com link? Because I think you'll find this, uh, very interesting when you do. So friends, there is a HogwartsLegacy.com really cool stuff. If anyone's concerned about the game or wants to know more about, like, I was going to go read through some of the frequently asked uh, questions. I, if you're, if you like video games, if you like Harry Potter, which probably, you know, you're listening here. So. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, go go go! Click on the uh, FAQ. It's it's really cool. It has a lot of stuff. It talks about mm-hmm. the author's involvement. It talks about is this a you know canon story and oh, yeah. how how Portkey Games has really developed a new story mm-hmm. and it fits in the world. It's got the stamp of approval. So I, I think people like to know that it's in universe and that it's canon yeah. and that it like. You know, that, that's, that's really important because sometimes even with, like, mobile games, you're sure like, does yeah. this even matter? Because I know in Star Wars, a lot of times, like, um, um, we have a game coming out, Star Wars Hunters, and everyone's like, does this game even count? Like, yeah. are the characters that you're naming in this, do they matter in the greater scheme of the story? And if not, it just feels insignificant. You know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm. like, uh, why, why bother? But this game truly is telling you some really cool stories. Um, so when you're in there... Uh, Sweetie, click on mm-hmm. the go back to the main page and oh, then click okay. on uh, media. So in the upper left hand corner, Oops. it'll say media. Yes, I see it. Right. So you've got the official behind the scenes trailer. You've right. got the official gameplay reveal trailer. Have you seen this yet? Have you seen no. the pictures? Click on click on those pictures. <gasps> Down so here. they have yeah. just added some still images. So one of ten, ten uh, screenshots. Oh my goodness, they look so amazing. And they're really good. I and love the artwork. You're Sorry. getting to see. Yeah, you're getting to see some of the different professors. Mm-hmm. You're getting to see. Uh, other students it just looks fantastic and we really cannot yes. wait to like stream this game live when it comes out we want to do that if you guys want to hang out with us we would love to do uh more like it's 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 so beautiful there is that like a young olivander i mean with the wand <gasps> in there or something like yeah he's got glasses so i don't know maybe it's his father who knows or they're you know somehow family business but really cool stuff and i just love uh seeing sort of behind the scenes stuff too the people who have who've created this game they've poured their heart and soul yes. into this so i always think you know gosh sometimes we want to like label 
this one project be bad because of one person who works in it or whatever, I, whatever you like. I don't know. I just don't want people to. I want people to remember that there's so many. There's voice actors. There are yeah. there are people who actually did artwork on this thing, and there's just tons of people involved in this. And I don't know. I feel like the the creators are really doing a good job of of trying to capture the magic and the spirit of this escape and you yeah. know go enjoy yourself here and again it's it's important that like they wrote the story but then they went to jk rowling and said hey what do you think she looked right. it over and said absolutely yeah. you know it's it's wonderful yeah i think that's huge i think it's super it cool is. and it just it, it to me it's a it's a bigger piece of like potter con it's not like an adaptation of like a you know hmm. lottie talks about the video games that she loves which are which would be you know the the first and second game on pc yeah right you you played those through and through and it's like those were adaptations of books and movies right yes. that was what this is a whole new thing it's a whole it new is. story so uh there's there's hippogriffs in here there's all sorts of stuff there's so many different cool you're gonna see parts of hogwarts that we've never seen before professors and, and whatnot so the big discussion right now is like who are the characters and mm -hmm. who are some of these other other individual um you know the the students that we see yeah and then who are the teachers so the headmaster for Hogwarts is still a big question mark. People are wondering who it is. Mm -hmm. Is it Phineas Black? Uh, is it this Abraham Rona, Ronan? Ronan. Ronan, mm -hmm. um, who is the charms professor, so probably not. You know, so you've got like, yeah, people are kind of wondering, you know, what the different, um, I don't know, just the different professors like yeah. who are they That's and cool, then though, speculating you know about yeah in the potter verse because <laughs> you think about house black and you think of like the the, the black family and the fact that one of them was a mm -hmm. headmaster or whatever isn't there it totally makes sense what's to me. It, yeah what's it remember all remember all the head the portraits Do you, you remember all the portraits with um aren't oh. those all former headmasters and stuff yes isn't there a black uh in the you know i'm, I'm saying? trying to think Let's see here. List of headmasters uh, of Hogwarts. I don't know that they had dates with them, but I feel like there was th there was some that maybe because you have some from the 1700s yeah. and, and and so on. But uh, yeah, it just just feels like we're we're close. We're narrowing in on potential headmaster for that game. So it's just fun to see other channels kind of go out there and speculate and say like you know they, they think they might know who it is or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, just characters because. You know, some people argue, oh, we don't want every single character to somehow tie into the main story. But if you look at it, it makes sense that the big, what, 28 wizarding families uh, are somehow tied into it because they've been, you know, like they're big families. Often they, some of them try to m just marry within the wizarding community. So it makes sense that we see certain names pop up again and again. Yeah. So here we go. This is an interesting. So again, we mentioned uh, Phineas Black, right? So he's in that he's the portrait. He's one of the individuals we've seen the portrait. He lived from 1847 to 1925. So it kind of fits perfectly for that. Uh, he was a headmaster. Wow. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think it works or maybe he's. So he definitely was he, a headmaster. He was a headmaster, um, but he also could have just been. Like at this time in the game, he mm -hmm. might not be the headmaster. I'm not really sure if he's he's also the potions master, maybe or something. You know what I mean? He could be okay. a potions teacher. Yeah, why not? Right. So I uh, just think it's kind of cool that we would. Again, that's more connections to the books. We talked mm -hmm. about Dumbledore and how old is he going to be? He's nine years right. old at this time, and then would be mm -hmm. in two years going into uh, uh, would be going to Hogwarts. Maybe he goes yeah. early because he's so advanced or something. You know <laughs> who who knows? 
So it just says, yeah, at some point during his adult life, he returned to Hogwarts as a teacher. Um, and, and yeah, he was, he became a, he was the headmaster at Hogwarts for, mm -hmm. for a time. So in Super 1995, cool. um, Harry Potter stayed in the bedroom where Black's portrait uh, hung, and Black took him messages from Albus Dumbledore. Yeah. So he, he was the portrait b between Dumbledore's office yeah. and where Harry was staying. His voice could sometimes be heard coming from the frame when he was uh, not in it, making sarcastic comments and so on. So, yeah, just an interesting... If that's him, that would be really cool if he's, if he's in the game, for example. Wait a second. Did you, you say think? it's the, the portrait that goes back between... Grimwald Place. Grimwald Place. Isn't that Phineas Nigellus? Yeah. Yeah. Phineas, Phineas Nigellus? Yes, but his last name is Black. Yeah. Phineas Ni Ni His full name is Phineas Nigellus Black. Oh my yeah. gosh. Isn't that cool? Right? I thought this was his last. I, thought, am, yeah. I feel so silly right now no it's okay i i but i didn't I, make that connection i didn't make it either until i i was doing a little bit of research on this and i was like oh yeah that's cool that's him that oh, that's that would be amazing it's a cool connection to that the main series cool. yes and that like if you needed to pick a headmaster for your game yeah, that would why wouldn't happy. you pick someone who was yes. in one of the portraits that was in dumbledore's office you know someone that we yeah. that we already know and have this connection with which so. makes sense because all the aren't all the headmasters hung up there yeah, some are, yes, some some, some we interact with more than others. Some you hear yeah. us snippet from, but like, yeah, I mean, he's he's the one who is kind of going back and forth between Grimmauld yeah. Place. So cool, um, super cool. Yeah, yeah. So fun stuff. Sorry, I just want to speculate a little bit yeah. about about the game. Uh, they think it's coming out early December. Uh, art book, as we said, is coming out. So I I just can't wait. I I really am excited for Lottie to play it. <laughs> I want to watch her play it because uh, I like to watch. People play video games versus playing them. It's just so hard to play. You know? <laughs> I just rather watch like a movie or something. You so. shut your half above. Yeah, I just rather sit there and watch. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, hey, uh, I think it is time for us to dive into the reread. What do you think, sweetie? I'm diving head on. Head on. Head in. Head head first. Let's here we start. Go. Okay, here we go. So um, do you want me to do the summary or you want to do the summary or... You did it last time. Do you want me to read it? Or, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wrote it. Summary of chapter eight. The Potions Master. Famous Harry James Potter and his BFF Ronald Billius Weasley begin to learn how to navigate through the castle of Hogwarts with its moving staircases, walls pretending to be doors, ghosts floating around, and portrait people having tea parties. The firsties soon realize there's more to studying magic than they thought, mastering the ancient arts of transfiguration, Caring for magical plants and potion making require a lot of knowledge, hard work, and discipline. The kids quickly learn some teachers are stricter than others, and they all have their own personalities and teaching styles. Especially stuttering and muttering Professor Quirrell seems to be particularly odd, and there is definitely something fishy and garlicky about him. Harry and Ron's first week goes by quickly and Hagrid, being a good friend, invites them over for tea and biscuits on Friday afternoon. But before their lovely warm get-together, they have to attend one of the toughest and least popular classes at Hogwarts, potions class with Uncle Severus. Right away, Harry picks up on the fact that he's definitely on this teacher's radar, like big time. Harry barely sits down and Professor Snape immediately starts quizzing him about the entire potions textbook. Harry, totally caught off guard, doesn't know the answers to any of them and already loses Gryffindor house points during this lesson. 
Good thing they still have tea with Hagrid to look forward to. In Hagrid's cozy little hut, Harry and Ron politely eat some rock cakes and tell him all about their eventful first week. Harry cannot believe it though when he finds a Daily Prophet article laying on the table which reports about a break-in at Gringotts on his birthday right after he and Hagrid got that mysterious package out of its vault. Hagrid clearly doesn't want to talk about it and Harry, dizzy with thoughts and questions about both the break-in at the bank and Snape's unexplainable dislike for him, makes his way back to the castle with Ron. Well, let me just say, it is an interesting first week. Mm-hmm. And you always catch something. Again, I read the. I just like to remind folks, I read this series years ago, right? We all read it when we were, we were kids, and then I was going to college, uh, going to work, and I just... You just turn on background noise. I would just listen to it for, I mean, I went through, I honestly think it was like six to seven times, but that was like almost eight to seven years ago Mm -hmm. when I really went through the series. Yeah. So, but I do remember every time I went through, you found something new that you forgot or that you didn't catch the first time. Even now. Even now. Mm -hmm. And I, so as we're going through these, some of these doors need tickling (laughs) to open. I just had a visual when we were like listening to it because we listened to the chapter. Shout out to Audible. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's real good stuff. Thanks. But, you know, you g- I was picturing Hogwarts students going around tickling doors to see if that's how they got to class. First year is going around trying to like o- trying to open doors that were really just a part of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was that was, in my notes. That's one of the things I, I noted was mm-hmm. like, what the heck? They've got to tickle these bad boys to get them open. Like it's crazy. I know. Right. And you think about the, the creativity behind that, right? Mm-hmm. That. That J.K. Rowling thought of that and thought, you know, what, how do I make this, it's just a subtle, it's just a little tiny thing, but it, it like brings the castle to life. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what. Everything, like the buzz, right? The hum. And they, they talk about the the portraits and stuff, people moving. They say Hogwarts is actually like a, a character almost. It's a, you know, it's a living or magical thing. I shouldn't say maybe not living, but Mm -hmm. like it's, it's definitely an enchanted castle and. This is how, yeah, like like you said, she brings it to life through those moving stairs and things like that. You have to, yeah, y- you have to get used to that. It's and and I I wonder though, like in the magical families, is their house like that, or is that even to them, even Ooh. to Ron and stuff like people like that? It's new, right? Yeah, because they, I mean, there's more magic so in, here. in terms of like the the magic and what you're learning. Harry does say at one point in this that he didn't feel super far behind yeah. even kids like Ron there was just so much magic to learn right. but i think the overwhelming factor of you're going into a building so for example we're going to have freshmen uh, who are going to be coming to the big high school and right. they're going to be starting off they are so overwhelmed in their oh, their faces walking through the hallways where it happens every year and yeah. they are lost. Yeah. They are straight up lost yep. in this massive building. They don't know where to go. They're trying to follow a schedule. They have five minutes to get to class. And so I feel like that's really captured well here with even this extra magical element yes. of like the stairs. Mo- this, the path I took to get to class yesterday cannot be taken today. Right. <laughs> so that's weird. Yes. Like you just said it about the high school. And I remember exactly when I made the change. You know, I went from, in Germany, you go from elementary right to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were in fifth grade. It was, our building was so big compared to our little elementary school that we felt like we were at Hogwarts. And it was, wow. like, it was the time when Harry Potter was all, it, there was, you know, it was all, like, not new, but, like, the first three books or so were out. 
Yeah, yeah. And the first movie was out too. Mm-hmm. So it felt like, and I'm gonna. I'm going to actually pick this up again when we talk about the advice, you know, like we were making our first friends and we were like, you know, trying to navigate through this big, huge building, like you said, and we had like a map and we didn't, you know, like, I mean, (laughs) there's no Google Maps that will lead you to your next room. No. You know what I mean? (laughs) No. And all the, like all the teachers look scary. Right. The the, the older students like, get out of here. I got to get to class. Like, you know, don't talk to me. (laughs) It's it's great because for us, that would be middle school. And I I Mm -hmm. totally remember uh, going, you know, you had different elementary schools coming together and you're meeting new friends you don't know yeah. these people you don't know these kids and you're sort of like okay hey like you meet up on the first day and you sat down next to you like let's be buddies you yes. and me like because i'm afraid of this place yeah so it, i just i thought that was really cool and really really well done and and just yeah all, all of that is is a, a cool element now there's there's another piece here which is the ghost kind of run you know like they're floating around so you might run into one of them and then peeves mm-hmm. peeves <laughs> is the one that you know like the the poltergeist that I think I I always forget about because he's just so left out of the movies. Yeah, and I know. I, I, I totally forget about Peeves from time to time. So really cool that, I mean, cool. I mean, Peeves is kind of uh, annoying. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's another obstacle they have to deal with getting to class. Yeah. See, that's the thing because I played the video game so much. To me, it doesn't even... Um, I have a visual of him mm-hmm. because of the video games. He's in the bi- video games and you have to yeah. fight him and stuff. And it's... <laughs> He's really annoying, but that's that, awesome. I'm so glad they included him because that brought that's what brought him to life for me. Um, because sometimes you do have a hard time as a kid. You saw the movie and you're like reading the books and there's this character and you, he was not in the movie. And, you know, how do I how do I imagine this guy now? <laughs> and they just give you that. He He's like a you know, like he's not totally see through in the um, video games. He's like a, he has a like a ro- red. I don't know, like a red jacket or something or yes I'm and he has like brown image. hair and looks really really mean like almost like he looks a little bit like a i don't know like a puppet oh that sense. my yeah. goodness <laughs> so as you're talking about the video game i thought of hogwarts legacy mm-hmm. and whether or not peeves will be in the game would mm. would peeves be there so the developers of the Hogwarts Legacy game have assured players that they will be able to experience the life of a student in at the famed school like never before. Yeah. Uh, the promise of a fully fleshed out Hogwarts opens the possibility of having the presence of the castle ghost there, uh, which is awesome. Um, wow. And so, so Peeves has never been featured in the Harry Potter films. Yeah. Obviously in the books and in, in the games, as, as you mentioned. So... Yeah, there's a, we haven't seen him. I don't think we've seen him at all, but like it's it's possible that he shows up. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, I hope he does. My goodness. We don't really know how old he is, do we? We this, can look it up. So he he has been at Hogwarts Castle since its founding. Whoa. Uh, referred to as okay. came with the building, according <laughs> to the Harry Potter wiki. So he came into existence with the founding of an institution containing a large number of children. Whilst unconfirmed, it was guessed that Peeves is tangible as a tangible manifestation of the student's mischief. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Holy smokes. So. Do you think Peeves became bigger when Fred and George entered the building? That is <laughs> wild. And you start to think about what a poltergeist is. Mm-hmm. And the energy that it's sort of it's conjured from this energy or whatever that 
This he is definitely gained some energy with the Weasley twins and yeah. the Marauders. And so I'm like guessing that. we'll see him in the game. That's just kind of cool. And I, because he, he's brought up in this chapter, and it's it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, shout out to Peeves. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's he, he always has that playful, mischievous spirit. He's never really, right. I don't think, you know. And he fights in the Battle of Hogwarts, yeah, doesn't he? he? I, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's really cool. So, so just. Yeah, there's that, another obstacle. Um, moving on here, Filch finds them. So I have my notes. They're, they're going through. They're told to kind of avoid, um, you know, certain areas. The, the, the forest is obviously forbidden and stuff. Right. And so they're, they're a couple of doors down from Fluffy here. They almost, mm -hmm. you know, get, get there uh, before we need them to later on when they, you know, the next chapter we have the duel. Um, but Filch finds them there. Mm -hmm. They were lost, truly lost. Thought yeah, they, were, they like, didn't try to get they're in not, there. Yeah, yeah. And interestingly, and you brought this up, Quirrell comes to their rescue. Mm -hmm. And I was like, again, I didn't even, I, I honestly, I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. It's a It's just a professor coming to rescue. Right. No, he's there for a reason. Why right. is he, why is he nosing around that area? Mm -hmm. So, honestly, I did not, I, that had never dawned on me before. Never. Me neither. I just heard, you know, like you said, sometimes because you're so used to the story, almost like you're watching a movie the second or third time, you can now pay attention to the little people in the background. Oh, or yeah. Little sentences yeah. here and there that you before you couldn't even take them in fully because you take in all this description of the castle and things are moving and yeah, you're overwhelmed there's, there's with, ghosts uh, and stuff. Yeah. You're trying to track the story. Where are we going? Yeah. What's the plot? What yeah. am I supposed to be paying attention to? Yes. Yeah. So it was totally something that for me, I was like, Oh yeah, that's just one little, one little thing. Like later on when his face turns super pink, when they ask him about like, Hey, how do you, how did you fight off that vampire or whatever? Um, how did you actually do it? And mm -hmm. he, he you know, freaks out. Yeah. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, Mrs. Norris though. <laughs> so we've talked about Mrs. Norris before and I just, I guess the more I think about um, Mrs. Norris, like who is Mrs. Norris and who is Mr. Norris? Right. You know, all those things. Like, I think that's, that's one of those, those interesting. I love the fan theory that she is just like Nagini. Yes. And um, Melodictus. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool. Could you imagine, though, if we saw like a Mrs. Norris she seems um, so intelligent. in Hogwarts Legacy as, as potentially a caretaker like Filch? Maybe, wow! Now we're getting. Isn't that wow, crazy though? Now we're but like <laughs> making a lot of connections. But why not? I mean, you have you know like the, the I I think it's they're making connections with different professors and there's yeah it's uh, it's fun it's a fun thing to speculate because it's an interesting time period that they've picked. We so. should make uh I want to make an extendable ear edition not this time but about Filch and Mrs. Norris and just yeah dig a little deeper. Yeah, I'm down for that. Hundred percent down. So, because Mrs. Norris is always popping up, and even Hagrid mentions later on, he was like, "I swear that I... that Mrs. Norris is tracking him every time he comes." I think it's because Hagrid's so lovable, and Mrs. Norris just wants to hang out with him. Right. I think she's misunderstood a little bit. <laughs> so, I would try to make friends with her. I know you would. I haven't seen a I haven't seen a kitty cat that you didn't you know try to make <laughs> friends with. So, yeah. Um, also interesting too. These uh, this is not normal school. Remember, this is wizard school, and oh, we really? have to go to yes, absolutely <laughs> it is. We have to go study astronomy at midnight. You know, on a Wednesday, I think. This was it? one of the things that struck me this time that I yeah. have totally not read the last time that they are having a class at midnight. 
Right. Did they have to get up early for Thursday? You know, like, did they I get to wonder, sleep I was in? wondering I mean, the same thing. I don't think so. Yeah. I bet you there's a, yeah. there's a little sleep in time or something. But, but how cool is that? I mean, isn't that the dream of like an 11 year old child to do? I mean, you know, everything becomes like, okay, this is a class I have to read stuff and do work for that. But it seems so exciting to meet up with your friends at midnight and look at the stars. Oh yeah. And, it's wild. Yes. You know, it's, it's like an adventure. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely be misbehaving and probably, <laughs> like, you know, howling at the moon or trying to, like, you know, get things to come out of the Forbidden Forest, you know. Yeah. Who knows? But um, also three times a week we go to Herbology, which, mm-hmm. is, which is awesome. I love – I think I would love Herbology. I really do. It I, seems I think like a, a cool class. Yeah. I think of uh, – like, what would your favorite classes be? Because for, for me it would be History of Magic. Mm-hmm. I love history class. Yeah. Um, I think herbology would be a lot of fun just because yes. it'd be connected to nature and you're kind of like outdoorsy. Like I really enjoyed our, bi- our, our biology classes mm-hmm. when we got to go on like, little too. field trips down to yes. the creek or we get to do something with plants yeah. and have them grow. Like that was really cool. So yeah. that kind of reminds me of, um, herbology a little bit. And then obviously, you know, everyone loves defense against the dark arts or whatever. That's also mm-hmm. super cool. So, but I don't know what would be some of your favorites. I think I would enjoy charms. Charms yeah. class. Oh, you're so charming. And I would be super excited for flying as a first oh. flying lessons. I would not be. And <laughs> <laughs> I always dreamed, you know, as a kid, I dreamed of flying and stuff and being able to fly. So. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, I think herbology would be one of the, you know, my. Yeah. What about potions? I felt like you would be a oh potions. Oh my gosh. A potions kid because Absolutely you are not. always. No. No. I was going to talk about that in oh. the extendable ear edition because we're going to talk about potions a okay, little more Okay, well, all right, we'll save it then. But That's fine. Yeah, if you want to if, if you want to hear why I would not be a potions girl, uh, I, <laughs> I, listen I, to I, I do want to hear. I do. Yeah. So, okay, cool. So, and I was thinking, you know, you know when Umbridge shows up later mm-hmm. and uh, she's sort of like revolutionizing uh, education at yes. the... I thought if there was one class that needed uh, revolutionizing, it might be history of magic. Oh, I thought uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, just I'm just okay. thinking. Yes, I actually True. think I would Did enjoy she? Professor um, Bins, but I I think she she probably was like, no, this is great. <gasps> was she in this class? She might have. I don't know. I don't think they ever showed that. Did Umbridge ever? Not worth it. Evaluate yeah, I mean, Bins. I want to know now. Yeah, Did yeah. You look Umbridge? it up while I while I carry on here because he's talking about like. For example, the character, um, oh, what is it, uh, uh, Ulrich, Ulrich the Oddball, or something like that. I think yes. these these names pop up, and I love as as like an author, you would just sort of do this one off. You know, you write this name, and you think, all right, I might need to use this later, or you you mention the uh, Goblin uh, Rebellions, and you you talk about. Uh, house elf lore and stuff like that like mm-hmm. you do that so that way you, if you ever need to later you can come back and use it um and you, you if, i guess if you're doing a reread or you've read something for several times you'll come across a name or a phrase and you're like okay that never that never be- became anything because mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of times we stop and we think "Ooh, isn't it really cool that like there's this moment where quarrel just sort of stops here and has this odd Mo- you know where he he rescues Harry and Ron. Yeah. There's a moment coming up where Flitwick falls off of his seat at the mention of Harry Potter's name, yeah. and I thought, why? Yeah. You know, but that n- nothing ever comes of that. That's never something that ever, d- yeah. d- just like just like Ulrich the Oddball. Like nothing ever comes of that name. So, but yeah. those are things that an author sticks in there yeah. to to build the world out a little bit, and maybe had ideas that just like okay, because you you almost want plenty of avenues and plenty of of. Um, you know, things that you might want to come back in and, and use later. 
right? right? When you're writing that first book, you obviously don't have all the details done for the rest of the books. Otherwise, the books would be done, right? That's the right. kind of obvious. But, yeah. um, you know, so it's like just just uh, interesting to, to, to think about these these tidbits that maybe weren't picked up or weren't used. And, and again, I, I know I mentioned it a lot this, this episode, but like Hogwarts Legacy can do stuff with that. Like they yeah. can now, they are literally pulling up some stuff on the goblin uh rebellions and stuff like that right they, you know i mean Super this cool. oddball character might be one of them right so did yeah. you find did you did you find anything on, i did uh, yeah. so it is not in the books it's not described if she ever visited bin's class but i think as you know like people speculate as she visited every teacher really like every other teacher sure yeah uh she might have been but he wouldn't have known if she was in there uh yes and it's such a dull, eventful, uneventful, sorry, not eventful, but uneventful class um, yeah, yeah. that it's perfect. Like, you know, that's what she wants. No magic. You just read from the books. It's boring. Uh, there's no, like, practical element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the history, you, you know, like, you would think you could do a lot in history class where you focus on, you know, like, you try to, if you say, hey, we want the next generation to learn this is good. Yeah. What, what's yeah. been done in history then we emphasize this in history class. Sure. You know, they, there is actually potential, a lot of potential to influence them, but since it's already a boring class and no one pays attention and it's really not. See, I was going to say from, um, Umbridge's point of view, Mm -hmm. it's already revolutionized. Ben's is out of his teaching, out of his mind. This is exactly what they want. You know, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, because I would love, I would love to take over for Ben's one day. You know, I just think, I I, I think you should do a great job, but, Anyway, yeah. So uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Now I, did, you know, I, I mentioned the Flitwick thing where him falling out of at, like out of his seat. Like, mm-hmm. what's up with Flitwick? Is I know he... it's so weird because didn't you see why it, like, doing the sorting? You already knew Harry why Potter did, was going to be. But you class. see, like it's it's an odd <laughs> moment where it's just yeah. it's all used to emphasize it's Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, at the beginning of this chapter, everyone was like, he's walking to class, and everyone's like, oh, look, there he is. I know. He's got a scar in his head. Look at that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're 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 uh, so. I just feel like there's that there's that extra you know effect, but it almost it's unfortunate that Flitwick kind of like that that happens because we mm-hmm. think less of him a little bit there. It's like what you fall out of your chair at the mention of his name. Like he just gets so excited. I think yeah. he's just. You think he got excited? I, okay. Yeah, he's just over the moon. Lost his balance a little bit though. <laughs> I th- yeah, and I if think you think funny. about it, he also probably taught his parents, and but he probably taught a lot of uh, the other students' parents as well. Did so you guys like. know that Flitwick is half? goblin part goblin okay part i don't i'm not sure if he's exactly half i don't think he's half but he's okay part so he's goblin. part yes she's part goblin. did you guys know that because mm-hmm. i didn't know that until mm-hmm. we did our how powerful series with flitwick which yeah is pretty cool so anyway uh transfiguration all i want to say about it it was cool right matches to needles that was really awesome i think it's like you know mcgonagall we talk a lot about uh, and i've mentioned her before i love professor mcgonagall love 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 yeah. so much and as much as I am a Hufflepuff and, and uh, love Professor Sprout, I think I would have been better with yeah. uh, Professor McGonagall as my teacher, really. She is boss. She's Wonder Woman. She's all, all that in one person. Here's a crazy little connection. And I don't know if this, this teacher will probably never hear this, but I had a fourth grade teacher um, whose name was Mrs. Pfeiffer. And she later on was uh, her name. Um, I think she got remarried, and, and her uh, name was Mrs. Crum. Mm-hmm. And she followed us to middle school. Crum, 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 crum. And she was so 
very much like a Professor McGonagall. Yeah. Uh, she was stern, but like you knew she oh, cared I about a, you. Yes. I, and you love that. And I, I yes. remember like I went back and I even saw her and I, I went and gave her a hug when I was student teaching and, and I and I was just like I got to observe one of her classes and I was like, This is so much fun. She's such a cool teacher and it just yeah. it was so neat to kind of see but also stern and wasn't putting up with anybody's you know stuff. Wait, you had her in high school and then in student teaching? I had her as a fourth she was my fourth grade teacher. I was in her class. Then she decided to move up and teach science yeah. at the eighth grade. Um, I didn't have her in eighth grade, but she was there and she would see me in the hallways and she'd like point at me and be like, I'm watching you. And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, and then once I graduated and I went to college, I came back and I got to observe her class. She was, I was, a, it was That is wild because yeah. the same person I, uh, I, you know, like pictured as my professor McGonagall mm-hmm. was my fifth grade Latin teacher. She's okay. a Latin and English teacher. And I had her in my student teaching as an English. Wow. Pr- wow. Know. Isn't that, that's interesting. I was going to say professor. No, she's a yeah. head of department. Right. That is why it's, it's cool. It's cool to think about your, your professor McGonagall or your professor Flitwick or who was those. Yeah. How do these teachers sort of uh, stack up to the teachers that you had in, you know, middle school or, yeah. or high school or whatever. I think it's, I think it's fun to yeah. kind of think about. So, um, all right though, you know, Hermione's killing it there. And then defense against the dark arts. I was going to say it's awesome, but it's not. No. It's really not. My big question in this was, who is the prior teacher? Who is the prior teacher for Defense Against the Dark Arts? Because we know that Quirrell was the um, the Muggles study. The, right. Yeah, right, teacher. So this is his first year. And, uh, like, do they know at this point it's going to be his last year? <laughs> you know, I mean, is it, the curse is it that obvious? It, you know, just kind of a, a I'm on it. interesting thing. I, I just just dawned on me that, like, wow, you're going to have this run of teachers who are, are coming in. It's interesting that he was already there and maybe knew about this and, like, why would you take it? You know, I, I feel like you take this post if you know it's going to be a one-and-done one situation. And maybe it's just not that well known. Maybe, you know, people didn't put it together that it was kind of a a cursed role so anyways yeah because defi- you go in and it's it's pretty lame uh you have the moment where i love i think it's seamus or, or someone who like asked the follow-up question so like hey how'd you uh you know how'd you, how'd you fare against that uh that, that creature and he just he turns all pink in the face and is like doesn't want to talk about it and uh yeah the turban given to him right from a from a prince and and yeah. the garlic stuffed in it uh this is wild I think later at one point the the Weasley twins are like throwing stuff at at the turban. Uh, they like you know, and they're it's funny because they're like we know that they're hitting like Lord Voldemort in the face. Yeah, uh, which is funny. <laughs> so yeah, but I don't know. I don't really think there is an answer. I think I tried to look it up to see who the the prior teacher was and who that the list of those teachers will be. It, well, um, in in the you know Hogwarts mystery is considered canon ooh. as well and. And there it is from nine, ni- year 1990 to 91. It's Olivia Green. Olivia Green? Yes. What? Is the DADA teacher. I've never. And then 91, 92 is Quirrell. So yeah. that's, that's, there actually is an answer. That's wild. Yeah. According to the wiki, I have not played, um, so f- I'm not so far oh advanced my. in the game that I went to DADA uh, in mystery. But There's a picture of her. Yep. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Known as Liv um, 
Wow. Professor o Olivia Green was a witch who attended Hogwarts. Wow. In the second half of the 20th century, she sorted into Ravenclaw. She was friends with Jacob, who was in her year. She later joined mm -hmm. Hogwarts faculty after graduation, becoming the school's Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher from 1990 to 1991. That is awesome. See, the things you learn. I don't know how many people right. knew that. Like, And this is what I brought up Hogwarts Legacy in terms of like canon and, and what they're trying to do with port key games, because that matters to people. You can yeah. go play that game, and you actually get tidbits that are it's it's additional stuff it yeah. is your your extra content that does matter and does go on the wiki and people are saying no that's like legit right canon yeah it's in story cool yeah. i think it's super cool and i love learning new things about the you know the harry potter universe or the wizarding world yeah so if anybody ever asked you who was the defense against the dark arts teacher prior to harry showing up um trivia question yeah olivia green professor green there you go Cool. Okay, uh, a couple more things, and then I'll let Lottie kind of take over for mm -hmm. her part. Uh, let's see here. Friday, yeah, was when they, yeah, they finally make it to the Great Hall. It took them, like, all week to finally get to the Great Hall without getting lost, which just shows you how, I, honestly, that kind of matches up with high school. We <laughs> give kids about a week to, to figure their schedule out, yeah. you know, uh, especially if you're in a big high school. So that's pretty cool. And then Hedwig shows up. She is so sweet. She comes oh, just yeah. to visit Harry. There was no mail before. Right. But then Hagrid sends this meetup note, which is also super sweet. Yes. And Hagrid's just like so checking cool. in on, yeah. on Harry. I think it's great because I also think, you know, Hagrid sort of knows that, you know, he's orphaned, right? And he, he wants yes. to check up on Harry. And, and he was a part of, oh, you know, right. bringing mm. Harry there and everything. Yeah. And so that's such a cool he feels responsible, like Tender responsible, yeah. and he wants to know how he's doing. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's great. It's one of the you know, even though Hagrid was putting pigtails on kids er earlier, mm -hmm. I, I still think <laughs> it's a pretty, that's pretty good. So, and I'll just kind of lead in with this potions lesson was absolutely terrible. And as yeah. as you said in the summary, thank goodness that he had tea later with uh, Hagrid yeah. to look forward to because Harry believes that Snape hates him. Mm -hmm. Hate's a strong word, but he, he just definitely felt that. And you go into the class, it's there's already I don't know, he's you've you've survived, he's he's making it through, he's trying to be a good student. Yeah. And really I don't think this is this is the saddest part about this, mm -hmm. is that like Harry goes in just trying to be a good student. Yeah. Behave, take notes, participate, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And Snape is terrible. Yeah. To him. Yes. Terrible and bad form on Snape. Right. So like you said, Harry comes in and has no idea. And there's the problem is for him it's so random that Snape already like you said has a strong feeling about him even though Harry thinks this the person doesn't even know me. Yeah. And you know, like with Draco, you have a little story behind it where he tried to be friends and then Harry turned him down. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. therefore, okay, makes sense now. He doesn't, you know. Yes, yes. Like, he felt like, uh, what do you call it? Like, slighted? You know, yeah. Yeah, he felt kind yeah. of like, uh, yeah. And it makes sense, okay, if this person doesn't want to be my friend now, he's my enemy. Mm -hmm. With Snape, there's nothing for Harry really to, to explain why he is that yeah. way towards yeah. him. But the other way around, if you just see it from Snape's perspective, and I don't want to say any of that is right that he did. No, not at all. 
But how? But in the reread, it's funny for to think him. About. Everyone says it all over and over and over again that Harry just looks like James. Yeah, exactly. Like and him. James hated on Snape so much. Yep, he was he he bullied him. He and bullied him. S- Snape sees James there. Yeah, but it must be so tough because every time Harry looks at him, he basically looks into the same eyes he loves with his I whole know. So odd. Yeah, I feel like, like people are mean because they are deeply hurt. That's my yeah, theory. Yeah. Like that's why they're so mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is something I think. It, look. Let me look at this. Like mm-hmm. you know, we know Snape's story and where it's going to go, and that yeah. he he has this unconditional unconditional love for Lily Evans. Yeah. And <laughs> and was maybe thought you know, we don't know the full story on it on how things went in school, how close they were, were they was was there romance there prior to mm-hmm. Jane? You know, different things, right? Yeah. And just just closeness. Mm-hmm. So it's just it. I don't know. It does. It's heartbreaking all around. You really yeah. wish. Uh, it's it's such a mistake on on his on his part, but at the same time, it's one you can't make as an adult, which is crazy. Sometimes we it's it's weird the lens you look at these stories through because as kids you're just like whatever he's mean he's yeah he's a bad guy and that's that's all it's meant to be. It's a kid's book, it's a kid's story, and then the, the story grows with you as you grow up, yes. and then you're like oh whoa there's more nuance to this, and right. I feel like you can't have as much of that in this first book, and it need that's right. why things are exaggerated. The Dursleys are exaggerated, like yeah. oh. Snape's exaggerated. You know I mean I know that's an obvious thing to say, but. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes we get out there and we start, you know, talking with other Potterheads and 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 people want to get real serious about mm-hmm. Snape and his abusive nature and the way that he talked to, to to Harry and how wrong this was and all this kind of stuff or whatever. It's really played up and exaggerated, right? Because because the second thing, right? So I think you're going to talk about this, but like the first thing is like just calling, stopping at Harry's name the same way Flitwick did. He didn't right. fall out of his chair, uh, thankfully. And mm-hmm. but it's it's the fact that he calls him out on being famous right. and he sort of embarrasses him there or whatever yeah. that's one thing yeah but then when neville's potion goes wrong mm-hmm. that's the second major slight where it's like he's picking a fight he's yes. intentionally going after uh more so even than the first time targeting yeah. potter and that's just yeah. like wait what yeah so anyway i just wanted to kind of say like uh yeah it's interesting to, to, to look at it from both sides but at the same time we're yeah. not we never no we never justify what especially as did. teachers just, no there's no way i would oh my justify God. his behavior but we'd be fired no. there's no way <laughs> it's just, right um it's crazy but this is gonna blow your mind yeah the three things you know we always kind of knew okay the three things that snape says here the first things that the questions he asks harry yeah yeah it Right now, if you're reading this book and you have no idea, you know, what's going to happen in the future, it's just, like, three really difficult questions. You're like, what? I have never heard of those things. Like, how is Harry supposed to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they carry a lot of meaning. Yeah. So, with the second and third question, like, the bizarre, Mm -hmm. right? I always said bizarre. I'd never... (laughs) I don't even know if that's... Bizarre. I have no idea. Bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. I think you said it right. I'm just was wanting to point out that I've said it wrong for years. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the stomach. It's the stomach. The stone in his uh, pig stomach. Goat. Goat. Stomach. Pig? Yeah. Goat. Okay. Yeah. Goat. And um, we. It is important that Harry hears this right here because it becomes important in the the sixth year, where he rescues Ron. Yeah. With a bez- bezoar. Yeah. Yeah. 
because he's got poison and this is an antidote to most poisons um i remember if i remember correctly it's not an antidote against um basilisk venom that's about the only exception so pretty cool oh you're right. you're absolutely right it's one of the notable exceptions yes yep. yep so that's already cool that we find that later on and then his third question uh, there's a reason why i saved the first question for mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. um yep. one sec what's the difference potter between monk's hood and wolfsbane also by the way there's no difference but also becomes there's no difference i don't know yep it's the same thing okay um also known as aconite but wolfsbane potion becomes important in the third year and for you know mm-hmm. for Mo- moon moody moony <laughs> moody yes <Mooney>. yeah <laughs> for moony for um professor lupin Right. So it's super cool that those little things, you don't think anything about them right now because, you you know, like, they're just random terms, random items that you're, you're getting introduced to and you don't really make anything of them. But they, they get picked up later again. And that's, like, you know, what makes this so rich, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you fi- that they're not just insignificant little things. They all have a purpose why they're mentioned yeah and now i want to get to the first question uh-huh. i'm going to read it i'm actually working with the book just to let you know uh yeah so because we're a book club <laughs> um potter said snape suddenly what would i get if i added powdered root of asphodel to an infusion of, of wormwood wormwood okay not warm wormwood here is the thing I have not read about this theory before this, but according to Victorian... So this is from a website, and I actually try to confirm it by (laughs) Googling, (laughs) Googling if it's actually true. But it says, according to Victorian flower language, asphodel is a type of lily, meaning my regrets follow you to the grave. And wormwood means absence and also typically symbolized bitter sorrow so if you combine that it meant i bitterly regret lily's death for me that's always like you know it's a little far but i try to really look up their meaning what is the meaning of wormwood and asphodel and asphodel is is really a type of lily with the primary symbolic meaning uh is peace after death and the afterlife wow that's that's wild i've, yes. ne- I've never i've never stopped to, to, to think it about is what li- is like <laughs> at first it is asphodel. a type of lily and it it means peace after death like this is a secret message actually and wormwood yeah. it's biblical meaning is bitterness because the um mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. it tastes real bitter uh you know, a number wow. number of b- Bible scholars consider the term wormwood to be purely symbolic repre- representation of the bitterness that will fill the earth during troubled times. Noting that the plant for which wormwood is named uh, Artemisia absinthium is a known biblical metaphor for things that are unpalatable bitter. Okay. So, I was just blown away. 
Yeah. So, and, and, and what he says is like, it's what, what happens when you, when you, when you cross these two things or when you, um, infuse, if you do combine them. Yes. So the answer is if you did combine powdered root of asphodel and an infusion of wormwood, you would brew a sleeping potion. So powerful. It is known as the draught of living death. Yeah. Full circle here. Yeah. Draught <laughs> of living that death. that potion becomes yes. important later on. Mm-hmm. When Harry is so good that he wins Felix Felicis. Felicis, yeah. Felicis, yeah. sorry. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> and it's this and it's this potion that one drop of it would kill you, essentially. It would be this right? It puts you in a deep sleep. Deep I sleep think. that's as it's almost s- like similar yes. to death. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure that a an overdose would kill you. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's like it's like I mean I think remember Slughorn. Oh, this is in the film. He's sort of like oh, he's like one drop might kill us all. Like it's so good, you know, type of thing. Yeah. He's exaggerating, but but uh, when Harry makes that makes yeah. that potion, so the idea here is that you have this lily, mm-hmm. um, that's cro- that's, I mean, infused with bitterness. Yeah. It's it's a bitter memory for him. It's a bitter. And it's crazy if you say living death. I mean, it's almost he's, like he's dead. He is like. You know, he he's feels yeah dead inside, but he's living almost. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's a lot of interpret room for interpretation, but it just blew my mind that there's definitely like there's she a coded message. Definitely has thought about what she puts into these questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that there's that there's an actual coded so message cool. in there. Yeah, I uh, don't know if other. I've never heard that until now. So me neither. <laughs> that is cool. I guess if you're listening out there and you've heard of this before, yeah. Let us if you're know, yawning right now, like oh yeah, because no, that's cool. That, that, is, that honestly just, just just tells me how much more there is for me to learn yeah. in the series, and and how much more there is to kind of like pull out of it. And that's that's what I think is is really great and really cool. And so I've always been excited about the Fantastic Beast series and this new game and and the potential for new Potter content because you know there's there's little things like this that as I mentioned earlier in the chapter discussion. The author, you you leave avenues, you leave coded things, you leave doors that you never opened or never tickled. Right. So that way you can come back to them and tickle them and go through them and see, what, see what's there. I think <laughs> yeah. that's a cool thing to do as an author and as a yes. as a creator. So really cool. And that's yeah. a, such a interestingly coded uh, message. So yeah. Well done. Yeah. So um, we carry on, though, with the potions lesson. It didn't start very well for Harry and everyone else is probably like, oh, my God this guy is uh really you know like i i didn't yeah, prepare either read. i didn't read all this uh yeah, like, besides uh, hermione of course but everyone's like who else you think was just sweating in class going <laughs> oh everyone besides some slytherins and hermione oh, um gosh. so but the uh the way he also treats hermione and neville that was awful it is awful and also makes me think like so what ne- what happens to neville is that he managed to melt Seamus's cauldron, mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, and put those porcupine needles in first, didn't he? It's to me, it's like this is the first potion lesson for those kids. Yeah. Some of them have never; they don't even they didn't even know until a few weeks ago that they were witches or wizards, right? And I feel like if you think about our chemistry class, there was always I don't know about oh. you guys, there was the first lesson was always a safety like crash course on how to handle the material and stuff totally skip that there's nothing like that <laughs> you just he's just like here you go guys and then yep, yep. then he's mad at neville 
if there's a safety issue like melting someone else's po like cauldron, there's definitely hot, like, you know like stuff you need to learn how to handle. Yeah. So I don't can know. I say too? I think I think Snape was probably grudgingly a teacher. Maybe yeah. would have wanted to be. Um, obviously, might have had more passion in uh, defense against the dark arts for no. sure. Right. This is what I'm going to talk about also in the extendable ear edition. Okay. And I have, I am Sorry. strongly an advocate of Snape is actually perfect for this subject. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, okay. Okay. Because yeah. he, I know he wants to teach another subject, but no, Snape has this, yeah, the way good. he introduces the subject to me, like, he's says it all. he is he's passionate about passionate it. He is. Yeah. yeah. And not okay. I do just want to point out as a teacher yeah. that he made a, a huge mistake there. And he, you know, a oh, teacher, yes. a teacher would help you avoid <laughs> Sorry, the, the, just the, the pitfalls <laughs> of that, of that, uh, first task, just to be clear. <laughs> I just threw my phone down. I was like, no. Yeah. I thought Sorry. something broke. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, we definitely have a problem with his teaching style. There's... He's clearly passionate about it, and you, yeah. this is... Uh, uh, his worst qualities come out when it's when it's Potter. I mean, if it's other yes. classes, it's sort of like, maybe he's... Still everyone kind of, you know, Maybe he's likes. teaching up a storm in other, yeah. in, in other with Who other knows? sessions, <laughs> right? So... Anyway, so uh, Harry, I think, is really glad to get out of this lesson, even though he he really unfairly lost some points because he didn't help Neville. <laughs> How dare he? You know, like lesson going forward always help Neville. And this is Neville. all a psychological game. Like, of course, Snape knows exactly that well, Harry, you know, couldn't look at Neville. You know for a, you know for a fact, Ron saved him from losing more, he did. more, more points. I'm actually proud of Ron. Me too, because 100% Snape did that to yes. get a reaction. Yes. And the fact that Harry doesn't is awesome. Because yes. it would have been 5 to 10 points because yep. yeah, I mean, that, that's what he, he wanted to get into a fight. He was so yeah. angry um, just at the, you know, the thought of James. He's, just, he's honestly not even thinking about Harry Potter. No, I He's don't think, literally yeah. just thinking about James. He's, yeah. It has really nothing to do with Harry. It, it is more about James. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, because so. he doesn't really know Harry like we no said, he just hates know. James still and that's all, that's all he can see and think about he's just yeah. raging yeah. about James so yep so shout out to Ron <laughs> for saving yeah. Harry here thanks buddy and it's cool because Hagrid actually you know just invited Harry he doesn't even know Ron really yet um and Ron is super interested and just you know wants to come along which is cool um and they both visit Hagrid and Hagrid obviously he does not even like surprised that Harry brought someone else and he's like already oh yeah the Weasleys yeah I know your brothers right 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 been chasing them away they yeah. keep me busy and his brother Charlie <laughs> oh definitely yeah definitely likes, oh, I think likes he really Charlie. likes the Weasleys yeah. and stuff yeah um but he really doesn't get along <laughs> with Philch even yeah. though you you would think they should because they yeah. kind of work yeah. in the same area and they need to you know like uh, manage this whole grounds and castle together. Well, if <laughs> if that isn't a commentary on different adults in a school building <laughs> not getting, you would think they should they get should, along in certain areas they and they don't. don't. And it just comes down to, to, to like, I don't know, past experiences or what they're wanting out of the experience hey. because Hagrid is such a supporter of the students. I know. And, you and know? yeah, Filch is, and it's again because Filch is hurt by the fact yeah, he yeah, can't do magic and, and yes, students yes, make yes, fun yes. of him and all that stuff. It's because he's hurt. And I bet you if Hagrid and Filch had like any of like a fun little, oh, like yeah, a little, little Friday side night yeah. and sat down oh, with yeah. drinks Some butterbeer, yeah. butterbeer yeah. and butterbeer. Oh, yeah. Um, They'd yeah, I think they great. would. They just need a bonding event or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, 
But we'll we'll we promise we'll do a, an extra episode for Filch and Mrs. Norris on Patreon. Um, yes, hundred percent. It'll be fun. Anyway, so um, the interesting thing here is that Harry brings it up. He his confusion about why Snape dislikes him so much, even though he you know just met him, and Hagrid. I feel like you know Harry gets the feeling Hagrid certainly doesn't want to he he changes the topic almost immediately and well we know that Hagrid was there when James Lily Snape when they were at school absolutely so you feel like probably he saw James and he the knows. Marauders bully Snape he knows and knows therefore why Snape hates Harry mm-hmm. so much 100% he can yeah. make that guess he, makes the he doesn't meet mm-hmm. his eyes yeah. Does you know quickly changes the topic and that's you know it's again it's a one little uh, sentence one little phrase yeah that as as you're reading you might not even catch the first time right. you know and then you're just kind of like okay all right what's what's up right so yeah it's interesting to think about Hagrid and who all he has seen and who all has mm-hmm. been there uh, because he's just been a caretaker and he, he yeah. picked right back up you know after he was expelled yeah so has really been there his and life. seen a lot of students yes this is like this is his home yes like it, his actual home yeah yeah um and then the last thing that we uh learn here harry harry is very what you call it um observative yeah like yes very like he has really good qualities as like a yeah observational skills yeah detective or something yes yeah um he sees that article lying on the uh, he's probably like also tuning out because well, Hagrid, Hagrid and, and, and Ron are talking about Charlie he's and chomping dragons. chomping on some rock cakes, and you know, <laughs> he needs some distraction. And he sees this newspaper article about Gringotts and the break-in, mm. and he makes he reads it and makes the connection. This was on like Ron has mentioned it like barely on 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 mm-hmm. the train. Yeah, and then he makes the connection. It was actually on my birthday when Hagrid and I were there right probably right after we emptied mm-hmm. it yeah yeah and there was you know like it was an important mission for Hogwarts for Dumbledore what is going on and he tries to ask Hagrid about it and, I, and again yeah. Hagrid's not keen on uh, uh he's got troubles expanding this uh, conversation here yeah well or he yeah yeah for, and I was gonna say later on he has more trouble kind of like yeah <laughs> He he expands when he shouldn't. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. No. He now definitely knows. Like, um, no, I shouldn't tell Harry more about this. Did Did anybody else think the first time you're reading through though that Hagrid stole something? He broke in. You know what I mean? Like, like the first time oh. you read, you think like Hagrid, you no. thief. You went in there and stole something. Interesting. You working with the goblins on a little side hustle? He's also accused of being, you know, like the one who who has the beast. Who the, who killed Myrtle? Yeah, yeah. Wounding Myrtle. He's hey, he's got a history. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Hagrid, we got to take you in. You're the you're the suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, wild. No, I had I did not think about that one. <laughs> I mean, not really, because you know you you're there with Harry, and he right. he we all read that he legitimately goes in with with the goblins and yeah. all all as well. But um, it's just sort of like, wait, who else would have stolen something like what? You that's a little interesting. Like yeah. He, you you're led to believe oh there's somebody else is after that same package or like did Harry or did Hagrid get there first? He, mm-hmm. What's the what's what's going on? But it's a definitely big, awesome question mark. It is. I it's a cool like story. a mystery <laughs> mystery inside this. You know, like every every book has its own little mystery to solve almost for Harry and his friends, and this is cool for kids to you know they 
mm-hmm. if you go along and try to figure out who is this and try to go back and read the little details. And now that you know the entire story, it's so cool to go back and, and see all these little hints here and there and Quirrell walking by a third uh, corridor. Mm-hmm. You know, what's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Third floor. Third floor, yeah. third floor corridor. Corridor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, lots to think about for Harry. I think yeah. Ron didn't really pick up on all that. He was like, oh, whatever. He was happy to talk, you know, get to know Hagrid a little bit and talk about his brother and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this will be something they'll discuss later, but it's definitely yeah. intriguing. You know, as we I wonder, though, if Ron, now that I said it, you know, it's again like everyone who sees and meets Ron for the first time brings up his brothers. It's True. like they have a connection to at least one or two of his brothers and they don't see like, oh, it's not an, an for for Ron. It's not like he walks in as an individual, but he carries this whole like Weasley family, his brother's reputation or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with him. And, and, and that's unfortunate because, you know, that's the, just a very natural reaction for people to like, oh, yeah, you know, I know your family. But for him... I think it can be a little burden or a little like yeah, you know, discouraging I, like everyone just sees his brothers when he walks in kind of. Right. right. So I as a teacher often try to with with kids not bring up mm-hmm. their siblings or or whatever and you know draw attention to that because sometimes they feel like, "Oh, this teacher now knows my brother or my sister. Yeah. They expect certain things or they think I'm going to act this way mm-hmm. or whatever it might be." And you find, too, that, like, siblings are so different from, from right. one another uh, year to year. There can be some similarities. That it, for some of them, it could be fun uh, right. that they have a, an older sibling oh, who, yeah. who showed up. But, but for sure. most of them, it's like, I just kind of want to, like, yeah. please don't draw attention to me. And I'd like to just kind of Especially if you on. have so, man- so many older brothers. Yeah, and, and, and we learn throughout the series. This is his big, like, I don't know, like, not fear, but... Um, his big. Uh, yeah, he he deals with it. I mean, it's something yeah. that he he de- he deals with the whole series, which is like his at where he fits in his family and and how living up to yeah, the insecurity. legacy. Yeah. Insecurity. Yeah. Great. That's yes. what I was looking for. There we go. Yeah. All that security at uh, at uh, Gringotts was pretty insecurity. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. You always are a little silly. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I think so. Um, if, if you don't have anything, I think that's it for the chapter. Let's go. Great chapter. I enjoyed that one. It gives you like this blitz of all the different classes and everything, and it's yeah. just sort of fun to start. It's super fun. And then you get into like, whoa, you know, like there's there's some little ups and downs, but then you get a way big downer with the whole, yeah. like every, you're shocked reading like, what is up with this guy? How yeah. dare you? And then you go and you talk about it with Hagrid, and then there's something else intriguing, you know, so, yeah. which, is, which is great. It actually... In terms of, of writing, it's that's the genius piece in this. It's like, well, yeah, remember Snape? He did this one thing. But, yeah, we're also tracking down this other mystery. Well, it must be connected to Snape. Right. And yeah, all along yeah, the way, yeah. you, you know. It's in your mind, yeah, it's somehow connected because it was right. Proximity-wise, yeah. right there, yeah. Right. Good good call. Yeah, that's what I do. You know, call things and I make them good. I'm just kidding. Sorry. A little loopy. It's getting light. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got, any, you got any words of wisdom? For us. Uh, you, do you want me to channel an Uncle Iroh or something? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love Uncle Iroh so absolutely, yeah. Please, please do. What would Uncle say? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I do. I actually do. Uh, I think we talked about it earlier. 
I think in this chapter, my, like, you know, like the wisdom can also be called like a takeaway or whatever we interpret or we try to find the things that are life lessons or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's really cool when you think back, like you said, if you're new to like school or, a, you know, like college or a workplace or even traveling when you're at a different place, if you're completely new somewhere, it's good to make some friends or yeah. like, you know, experience this new place new daily routines or learning new things together and help each other out. Uh, it makes everything less intimidating and difficult. And I definitely, like I described earlier in school, I had, you know, I'm, I made some friends right away. And it's like, even if it's this, the person sitting next to you, if it's the person you recognize, this is the sister of, I don't know, someone, or even if, if someone just looks either Either you're alone and you see someone else just standing there and a little insecure. Just you don't have to be friends right away to the end of your school mm -hmm. schooling or whatever or your work career or whatever wherever yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. But like this first initial like week or experiences, it's so good to share it with someone. Yeah. Yeah. I remember every college class because in college classes we all had different majors, right? You mm -hmm. most mm -hmm. of the time often you might have seen one or two people. Often it's a complete, completely new class. And then it's just nice, especially when the teacher gives you like a schedule for the year or the term and you have to do homework or essays or um, presentations together. Yeah. Yes. Or projects or something. And you want to immediately find someone you kind of bond with a little bit and, and, and know how to do this, even uh, especially if it's bigger projects and stuff. And, Right. I, I really appreciated that when I was somewhere new. Um, last thing was traveling. When mm -hmm. you were somewhere, you know, everyone there, obviously you don't know each other. If you're at a hostel or hotel or something, not a hotel, but if you're younger, um, I traveled between my bachelor's and master's degree. And at a hostel, like, I went to all the events where you're like, okay, they show you around the city. And all the, you know, if you want to participate, it's for free. You just get to see the market somewhere in Hanoi. Yeah. Um, and maybe they show you here, you can take cooking class or whatever. And I met this girl from Aust Australia, I almost said Australia, Austria. Yeah. And it's so funny. We we were talking uh, English for a little bit. Like, you know, like you try the first c contact um, is like, oh, you know, like, you know, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. We start in English and she's like Austria. And I'm like. Hey, I'm from Germany. And then we switched to German immediately. And her German is so funny to me. And I probably sound funny to her. We have different words. It was, we had the best time. Yeah. And we started the night after the, you know, the initial like get together. We would go back to our rooms and we would plan out like the next couple of days doing trips together. And we just met and we became like, you know, like now we don't really talk. It's not like a friendship for a lifetime, but for that time, we were like having a blast together yeah. and we bonded. And, and I think that's wonderful and is you need that when you're somewhere new. Yeah. No, it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's really good. And it's true. Yeah. You, it's nice to kind of develop those friendships and find someone that you can, um, you know, you, you, you can share. It's a new experience. So it's, it's fun to, you know, share that. And it helps to share yeah. the pressure of that. Like, did you get that? No, I didn't get to, w yeah. you know, and you kind of work together to get through. Yeah. So yeah, good. It's good. 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 So I'm glad here uh, you yeah, met Ron and Hagrid absolutely. and has some people to, uh, 
you know, he can talk to, talk to about all this new. Think about Hermione right now. I'm hoping Hermione, you know, you, you're super oh, rooting right. for her to like get in with these guys. Mm-hmm. And like right now you wonder, like, is she okay? Is she, is she, out is with? she yeah. chatting with people? Is she, how is she, she doing really on her own? She doesn't have friends yet. That, right. You know, I don't, like, we don't know. We don't, we're not, not really sure who she, who is she bonding with was, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know, her and Lavender Brown, maybe, or something. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. And so. she did help out Neville a little bit, but... Yeah, maybe she and Neville are closer yeah. than we think. Yeah. So, <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right, well, that was fun. Again, good chapter, and, oh, uh, very good you time. know, just, just, just this has just been a lot of fun. And, but again, we, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thanks for bearing with us last week, too, just in terms of the audio issues and Angelina. Shout out to you. We'll be uh, yes. talking to you again in the future. We will. And friends, you know, by the way, if you if you are one of our patrons over on Patreon, we, we've got extra episodes. We'll be yeah. doing the um, the Extendable Ear Edition. And, uh, yeah, we would we'd love to have some other folks on, some other guests. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be kind of fun just to meet new new Potter friends and, and talk about yes. the chapters. More so. and more, I feel like I'm actually, like, you know, talking to someone. Like, you know, I'm talking to you. It's like our conversation, but it's also like a... A general, like I feel like I'm talking. Oh, I have I have people's like like yeah. profile pictures in my mind as I as I you know people we've met on through social media and stuff, and then like after we talk to Angelina, like I literally now it's so so crazy yeah. that now I have this person who I I right. anytime we say I know what her voice sounds like. And, yes, and so she's like a part of our our little podcasting project and community. You know what I mean? It's just yes, really cool. we and shared so, some laughs together. Yes, and, yes, yeah. yes, 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 and awesome. I, we we want more of that. So you know if you guys are interested uh we, it'd be, be really cool so anyways we love you guys you guys are wonderful uh thanks for listening and uh yeah stay tuned for that uh, extendable ear edition which will be coming up uh over on apple premium mm-hmm. and over on patreon be sure to check that out and friends with that that is all for this week thanks for tuning in to shell cottage radio 94.7 cozy we hope you'll join us in the future we do thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive potter people that don't behave like babbling bumbling bands of baboons if you don't want to miss the next episode be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review and follow over on social media at fleur and bill also we want to invite you to check out our youtube channel harry potter hangout if you aren't already listening to the episode on there right now we're having a lot of fun creating short videos there, covering more Wizarding World background information and theories. If you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing Wizarding family on Patreon and Apple Premium at Lauren Bill. Thank you so much to all our current Patreons, by the way. We appreciate you to the moon and back. Alrighty, next week we will discuss Chapter 9 of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The Midnight Duel. So definitely don't miss out on next week's episode. Again, thanks for joining Blur's Book Club in their little shell cottage today. It's not so little anymore. We know it's not much, but it's home. Hello, friends. Welcome to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, the former cut. Co- There's a bug. There's a bug. Where? The cur- curtains. Ugh. Curtain. Red, red curtain. Do you see it? 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 I'm so sorry. I can't. Uh-huh. <gasps> this is... <laughs>
This is great. So glad we're recording all this. We're on to bug number five. Should we just call it a night and try to record tomorrow? I think we should because this is we're like swamped with bugs. There's another. There's is that one I killed earlier? Is that? Is it came back to life. Is that right above your head? Hey, we need. I don't know. No, that's a new one. We just need the Avada uh, Kedavra curse right now, or some. Is hey, there like we a need smaller? Yeah, Avada Kedavra no, curse. No, we need. Sweetie, we need Professor Lockhart in Gosh, his books. Gosh, he would definitely know what to do right now. He would definitely know someone. Thank you for joining Blur's Bug Club tonight. Almost sounds like Slug Club. The Slug Club. <laughs> the Bug Club. Okay, yeah. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you all tomorrow morning. Never open this window. Never open the window is our advice of the week. <laughs> Bye-bye. We love you guys. Good night. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.